Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Huck and Ride podcast presented by Kenda Bicycle Tires. Um, follow Huck and Ride on social media, uh, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of your major media platforms. Also, Huck and Ride on Instagram and Facebook. And coming soon, huckandride.com with merchandise. Um, also go on those, uh, media podcasts and write a review, give us five stars, high fives, thumbs up, whatever they require. We'd appreciate that. I am joined this week as always with my co-host Lala (laughs) and Lala. Um, what do we have in store this week? Well, this is a little bit of a change of pace. Two wheels is two wheels, and we learn bike time is bike time. So we're going to throw that in this week. We got Derek Drake, 250 yeah. Motower. Yeah, I'm glad, glad to be here and yeah, excited. And we have Brandon Hartrap, <laughs> 450 yep. Motower. Yeah. Yep. Uh, is that a word, motorer? It is now. Can we put that to, in the dictionary or the Wikipedia, whatever oh, yeah, it sure. goes in, okay? Um, so just changing it up a little bit, giving a little bit of moto, but for those uh, those of you guys who follow moto know this already, but for those of you who don't, in the bicycle world, which I didn't know until I started seeing like a lot of Shimano mm-hmm. out, at the, out at the races, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we see you guys in the pits like on trainers. What is all that, you know? And so bringing them to the, to the um, table of how bikes incorporate into your world and yeah. without the throttle, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've spent spent a lot of time on a bicycle these last five years. Probably probably more time than my motorcycle. Wow. Than that. So, yeah, they've definitely yeah, become definitely. a big part of my life. Cool. All right. Um, all right. So before we jump into the, the bicycle thing, because um, we'll, we'll end up there, but... We're going to talk about what you guys do for the most part, and that's twists and throttles and yeah. <laughs> in the dirt. Yeah. Um, so, Derek, uh, give us a little background. When did you start out? What what uh, what age were you when you started riding motorcycles? Um, well, I got my um, I started riding dirt bikes on my third birthday. Oh wow! So yeah, my third birthday, my dad got me a JR50 and. You know, ran into a couple of garage doors, ran into a couple of walls, and, oh, yeah. and crashed. But as most JR50s yeah. do. But yeah, we're here now. Nice. Okay, Brandon, how about yourself? When did you get started? Yeah, I actually started when I was three as well. Um, I vividly remember this when I was three. Uh, we, there's a place called Chatsworth in New Jersey. Um, I remember there's this left-hander, and I always wanted to go fast. I had training wheels on my PW50, and there was this left left-hander, and I wanted to go fast. And there was a little pond to the right. And I just hit the turn, I mean, wide open, and just high-sided right into the pond. And for some reason, I'll never forget that. <laughs> so that was, I, that's what I remember when I was a little kid. But, yeah, I started when I was just three years old. And it, you look at three-year-olds now, it's like, wow. Like I was riding when I was three, and then you see these little kids that are three. It's like, Dad, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they're developing into being what yes. they yeah. are. Like, you know, it, I don't care what sport you're in. It, it's pretty cool to see these little groms. Like, we have one on the team, but they look up to, yeah. you know, you yeah. guys. Like, how does that make you feel? Like, knowing you were that three-year-old, and then as you got old, at three-year-old, you were so, really not yeah. looking up, but now you see them. They're, like, it's it's crazy to think. Like, there's kids that will look at me like I'm – like, so I don't know. You never heard of James Stewart or Ricky Carmichael? Yeah. Obviously, I look up to them like they're the best. Where these kids from my area that are like – you know, eight or nine, they look at me like I'm Ricky. So, like, it's, I mean, it's a good feeling for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like, when I was a little kid, you know, four or five, six years old, like, um, I would obviously watch the pro races on TV, and um, I'd be like, wow, like, that's a whole different world, it seemed like. Like, it's like the world, like, I'll never, like, like it's like a world, like, that's, like, completely separate from mine. So, like, now to be in that, um, to be in this world, it's pretty it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um did you guys, either one of you guys, um, like, were your families completely involved in racing? Or was that, like... Uh, no, I mean, so my dad used to race, uh, like, late models, kind of, like, modified cars. Um, I have no idea how he got into dirt bikes, but he used to love just, like, streets, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just dirt cars, pretty much, on okay. a dirt track. And he, like, lived for that. Like, that was his thing. And then, um, I guess, soon as my brother and I were born, it... 
he had his he had himself a Honda 450, and uh, yeah, he just took us riding when we were he was five and I was three, and he had to kind of push that stuff away. And yeah, I mean it's it's crazy how it led to this. So yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, that's funny. Um, my uncle was um into late models dirt track also. Oh wow! Yeah, heavy. And my dad, like, um, obviously he was too. So, um, yeah, they were, they were just dirt car racing and, um, you know, it eventually led to where it is, where it is now. But yeah, my, like my dad was a, a swimmer too. So like we were always in like com- competitive style. So yeah, it's Brothers all good. and sisters, Derek? I got a younger sister. She's two years younger than me. So. She had an, an no, no. She did horses for a little bit, but yeah, no, no motorsports. And what about you? I'm the uh, middle child. I got an older brother and a younger sister. Are they into anything? Uh, my brother is actually a police officer, and then my sister just graduated uh, high school, so she's in college now. I actually don't know what she's trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry, sister. He's gonna yeah. call to you tomorrow. Right now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> No, that's awesome though. Like just how it how it led to yeah. where you guys are making your living from. That's to me. That's I don't know. You look at things in life. Like I mean, I started. I was cleaning houses and businesses to automatic. You know. Yeah. All of a sudden, I was working. It's crazy, shop, but right? it, like you just don't know what. I mean, happening in the future. Just like uh, when my dad, when I was riding, when I was three year old, he probably never thought it'd ever lead to this. You know. So it's great. It's cool to see, you know. Now your families and everything, like, super, like, oh, my gosh, those are my yes. kids. Yeah, especially my family members were, like, didn't understand it. And over the years, they're probably, like, looking at my parents, like, why are you doing this with your kid? And, you know, spending so much time and money. And then now they see me on TV, and they're, like, well, like, now they understand. They're, like, oh, this is awesome. So it's cool. And what about you? Yeah, I mean, my family's always – um been all in like my grandparents and yeah ever since day one like there's no question my dad wasn't all in so um yeah we traveled as a family went to the races and um now they're kind of stepped back and enjoying their lives a little bit while i go chase this crazy dream it's cool that they allowed you guys to chase your dream i mean because you don't live with your family derek and you don't live with your your family's back in new jersey if you guys can't hear brandon's accent (laughs) that he (laughs) says he doesn't have um he's from new jersey so i found that out and i i don't get starstruck but i'm sure a lot of people listening to this can Mm -hmm. be like you interviewed those guys like it's cool because i like you guys for who you are not for what you do Mm -hmm. and so being new jersey and your family's back there like you said it's two travel days when we were talking yeah. earlier and so you don't get to just see them every day and your family's no. in texas Derek. Yeah. so it's cool that you guys get to make a living doing something you love mm-hmm. which is which is awesome so yeah um so let's uh jump forward to to right now let's um you guys have been on on different teams throughout the years but derek where where are you at this year um i'm with the bar x um suzuki team this year so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Cool. How, um, now you've been you've been going through some some things that are challenging. Yeah. Um, some health problems that yeah. that most all of us have are hurdles that we have to yeah. to overcome. Yours is a little different than what most people have to deal with. So what what is it that you've been yeah. dealing with? Yeah. So basically, all my amateur career, I didn't really have a problem because um, I mean the longest race we did was 20 minutes, and I can get by. And so as soon as I turned pro, um, doing two 30 minute motos in a day, it was like tough for me. And, and, um, yeah, so like I kept like, oh, well maybe I just need to train harder. Right. So, um, did everything by the book, um, trained with, you know, Alden, as you know, like one of the most, um, like decorated trainers there is that you can do. And, um, it just got worse as, um, as I went along. So basically what I had was like a super high heart rate, like when I rode and like the, it was like, at first it was like in the two teens, it was like, all right, that's how I like, you get that fit checked out. And then all of a sudden started going like the two twenties. And then, um, so I had to get a, um, it's called an ablation done to the heart. So I got that done in July and, um, it worked for like the first, first like two, three weeks. And then it kind of like grew back or i don't know what happened but it went back so like i raced the last two outdoors and i had to ride at like literally 30 percent to like just to finish the motos like all i had like 
I was like, it sucked. Like, it's the worst thing ever having to, like, ride a 30% on a pro nationalist riding around in yeah. 25th place. Like, that is the worst feeling ever. So, I did both motos and run at 30%. My heart rate got to, like, 229. And I'm like, dude, like, this is not good. Yeah. So, um, I just had my second one done uh, a week ago today. And so far, so good. So, we're going to plug away and, and get ready for Supergrass. Nice. When do you get to get back on the bike? Wednesday, so two more days. Two days. Two more days. Two days. Yeah. That, that brings a smile to the face. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But you did a road ride today, right? Yep, I did a road ride today. Everything checked out. I did a dual sport ride last night. Everything checked out there. So, yeah. So if I'm we excited. had a camera on him, his dimples are showing through the smile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can tell the passion and love for this. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure everyone around you is like gets oh, worried yeah. about it, so. Yeah. It's good that you're taking care of that for yeah. sure. And, and a lot of people didn't know that. I know you finally put it out on like media yeah. right before yeah. the last one. So like, I mean, this year I haven't really been big on social media just because like, dude, like I have nothing to say. Like I haven't been racing. Like I've been doing, going through so much. Like, like I broke my femur like nine a year ago. So it's like, I've been like, like there's nothing to say. So, um, so I'm looking forward to having a good year this year and, and really just getting back in the back in the game you do have a lot to say you do a lot more than just turn that oh, throttle sure. and people we were just talking about how people look up to you guys sure. yeah and that is a lot because yeah. you're having to come through something and you're you're not like all right that's it you're yeah. pushing through all that so yeah. and you've done a lot to get where you're at so yeah. don't 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 sell yourself short yeah. on, <laughs> and people who follow your media yeah you don't it's not always about yeah being, totally. I mean, it's cool that you're up in the air that high because I can never do that. But, but you know, it's yeah. it's still that, right? Yeah, you right, know? right. So, Brandon, what uh, team are you on? I'm on the Twisted T HAP Suzuki. Okay. 450 class. Same same team. Same uh, brand. Okay. But same you're, brand as. Same brand. Same, same brand Suzuki, but team. you were on the same team yep. last year, right? Yes. Okay. So, second year on the team? Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Who, who are your teammates? Uh, So, we have Justin Bogle this year. And then you guys know you Adam and Tignat. Yep. And yep. um he's everybody loves that guy. Yeah. Uh but I'm very pumped with to have Justin Bogle. He's got a lot of experience. He's won championships. Um and then Adam's just a lovable guy lovable guy. And then they're not sure if they're gonna have a fourth guy, but they do talk about it. But I mean we're more than likely just to have three. So guess we'll see. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. How's your training going so far? It's going um, great. Uh, so I had like a rough season Supercross, and then kind of just like told myself, "You got to. It's now or never for outdoors." And then um, outdoor season. Well, keep in mind, I went from the lights class to the premier class, which there's like sixteen to seventeen champions that I'm racing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was just a big eye opener. But I raced Supercross, wasn't the best year, and then I kind of told myself, like I said, "It's now or never for outdoors," and Ever since, since outdoor started, I just kind of was on an incline of just progression and just kind of believe in myself. And by the end of the series, I ended up fifth in the last race, which was awesome for us and the team. Oh, yeah. We're definitely a um, building team for sure. Um, and myself, I'm building each year. So, yeah, I mean, I think this year will be actually a lot better. So I, I kind of know what to expect and what to work kind of. I mean, I know how my body is and. We, um, after the last round, I went three weeks, had like a little vacation. Now I'm back at it. And, uh, I actually feel, so I've been riding the last two weeks and I feel faster now than I have in the last round of outdoors. And we've uh, made some progress with the bike a lot already. We have some new, um, people coming into our yeah. um, new motor people, new suspension guys. So I think this year it's going to be good. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm happy. Good. It's all like a positive thing. Like all the, oh, it's this and year's big, big, uh, inclined for all of us so. well and, and mine's a big thing like it, i don't care what sweat you're in mind over matter you hear that as a kid right you can do it mind over matter you're like no dad that's not mm -hmm. how my mind's yeah. telling me i can't you know yeah. he keeps telling me on a bike you can go up any hill and i'm like no my legs still say stop okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get off and walk it's, it's crazy how powerful your mind is yeah, yeah it and can, it can yeah you know what i'm talking about it just makes it seem worse than what it really is yeah. Looks like you found that saying you you've mentioned that twice of yeah. just the mind that the mind, mind thing. will definitely trick you to what it's not really. And and same thing like you're you're saying it's you're capable of doing it because you yeah. guys are out there and you're I mean let me tell you you guys have more guts than I I, I think <laughs> a, a lot of people will say oh yeah I could do that and you give them a chance just to hit any of those rhythm sections that you guys are on I'm like 
how do you do that? I hate the little braking bumps on my mountain bike. Yeah. I'm like full on brakes, like, yeah. you know, yeah. and to me, those are like big old rollers. And here you guys are like, just glide across top. No problem. I got yeah, this. Way better if you never go inside those. those yeah. Well, those bumps. Yeah. that would require <laughs> jumping and I don't do that either. We're good. <laughs> okay. Um, so we talked about some, some training in the off season and stuff. Derek, you're dealing with your, your heart yep. and some things like that. Where do bicycles fit into your program? I mean, really, bicycles are my biggest um, training tool. Training tool um, because you can, you can go out there for long periods of time, get a nice base ride in, or you know you can do sprints on them. You, I mean, anything and everything you can do with the bike to, to um, try to replicate um, training for motocross and supercross. So um, yeah, I mean, road bike, mountain bike, and yeah, I will, I'll even hop on the e bike too, just because you know I can. I can dial in the power, like I can do eco mode, I can do boost, I can just like, I can control my heart rate really, really well with the, uh, the special, um, the e-bike. So, all good. Cool. How about for yourself, Same, same thing, it's, um, I'll cycle an average three days a week, it just depends, like, Saturday I gotta do a two and a half hour ride to where, like, uh, Wednesday I only got like an hour, it just varies, but it's, it's low impact on your body, which obviously running is the easiest way to get in shape, but it's harder on your legs and your knees, so we uh, prefer cycling so or mountain biking, just yeah. like what Derek was saying. So following you guys on media and stuff, I see that a lot of moto guys, they because you tend to live close to each other because yeah. of track location, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's here in California or in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you guys ride bikes together a lot too. Yeah. So who, who are your regular biking partners, um, Brandon? I actually... Well, so like I was saying, I work with Buddy Antonez. Well, actually, I told you guys that then. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's but I work with Buddy Antonez, and um, I actually just cycle. I'll cycle on my own okay. a lot of the times. Uh, I'll just go from my house. But sometimes I'll hop in with Derek or Alex Ray or just sometimes Brock Tickle. It just honestly it depends. I mean, okay, really. What you're doing and what you got going for the day. Yeah, exactly. Like, so obviously I'm on a different – he has a different trainer than me. He's on a different schedule. So – we don't Say, like his trainer. It's okay. Yeah, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't know him. No, if, but. Anybody who knows that, it's it's Davey Millsabs' Derek's trainer, and we love him, so we're good. But, uh, yeah, like, for instance, we wanted to cycle yesterday together, and I had I was actually not supposed to ride today, so I was supposed to do an hour and a half to where he had to do two hours, so we were going to have to, like, figure something out. So it just it's hard. Yeah. Everybody's on something different. Right, right. How about you? Yeah, I mean, uh, my regular crew is um, – you know, Davey and, and Carson Mumford and a, uh, Alex Ray will hop in there sometimes. Brandon will hop in sometimes. Um, but, yeah, other than that, like, I hate going by myself, though. Yeah. yeah. I hate – that's why I hit him up. I hit him up last night because, like, <laughs> oh, like, going by myself sucks. Like, there's no one to draft off of. You're bored. So I always have to have someone. You're there. picking the tall guy to oh, draft sure. off of? Oh, for sure. He's the biggest guy. I'll suck in right like behind his rear wheel. the perfect guy yeah. to yeah. draft. Well, that's <laughs> – Oh my God! I'm six three. I get yeah. it. I yeah. get it. It's like anytime I'm on a road ride, it's like, okay, so Jay, you're leading for the next twenty minutes. I'm like, what? That's yeah. when you got to make them work. Yeah. Heck yeah, I do. <laughs> when it's usually with his brother, and so his brothers like him, and his brother will ri- Joe will ride totally out of like determination and grit. Yeah, <laughs> even if he's tired and like gonna bonk, he'll still go until he does it just because like. He can't uh, let his little it's, brother. It's yeah. It's oh yeah. Totally. totally. Same thing when they were in moto together. Like that's just how they were. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's good though. Um, I'll bring him up again. We've brought him up in previous shows, but because I know you guys do some. I don't think he he doesn't do full time training with you guys, but Randy Lawrence. Yeah. He does a lot of work with with moto guys and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, um, how does how does he fit in? Because he's he's big moto guy. Yeah, big bicycle guy BMX, too. He's, mountain, oh everything. My, yeah. He's insane on a mountain bike. Yeah, still. Yeah. So. Yeah, he just won. He just. Uh, oh, he took second in. No, in he sea, won. Oh no. At sea Duel, otter. Yeah, there yeah, you go. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually trained with Randy for like three and a half years. Okay. Um. So I know Randy really, really well, and um, yeah, his kid is actually really. He's getting really, really good at. He did BMX, and now he's doing some mountain stuff and. Tri- like he does trick freestyle yeah. he does everything so yeah randy's a really really good guy and yeah he has a group of kids that he goes and road bikes with he's on the road bike a lot yeah yeah that's awesome cool um uh <laughs> drawing a blank here 
<laughs> I had it. So Brandon, when you jumped, you jumped into the 450 classes last year. Yeah. How was that jump? Because I've always wondered because I've never, I've never had the chance to ask someone who, you Very know, to, to do that. How was that switch? We've never I been mean, privileged enough to well, be around one I, of you I people. Mean, I, I can only imagine because I never was, obviously never even close to your level, but to jump from a 250 and had a, you had a successful 250 career. Yeah, I, and, I definitely moved up quicker than I expected. And so, <laughs> and so there's expectations put on you because you're, yeah. you know, on a team and it's like you have, you feel like you have something to prove, but how is that jump? It's it uh, so obviously like the last 2020 i had a i'd say i had a pretty good year i had a couple of podiums almost top three in the points in supercross um yeah i, I wouldn't say i wasn't re- i mean i fit a 450 better just because i'm a bigger guy but i i still wasn't personally done in the 250 class i feel like i could have been a title contender and say this year that just went by but it is it's way different the tracks are twice as beat especially in supercross and like i was saying before there's there's like 18 guys that have won titles and they're so experienced and it's such a big jump. Intimidation or are you like, do you, did you go in there like I can do this or did you um, feel you didn't belong? I like, I kind of had a, I wouldn't say I had a bad taste in my mouth, but like I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't done in the lights class yet. So yeah. I didn't want to move up and I kind of, I had to move up. That was the only option I had. And, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely an eye opener, yeah. but uh, I got the hang of it, and I'm, I, I'm ready to go. Yeah, so it was a great, great job. But you're, you know, doing, I did much better at the end of the year, and yeah, I mean, it's just the tracks are way more beat. Everything's yeah. just, it's just different. Bikes faster, bikes bigger, bikes heavier, and just more guys. Yeah, I've always thought it was, you know, crazy that you know you you come off the 250 and you're probably like kind of holding it open. A lot of oh, the yeah. time, and Why, now you're getting on the pegged. you're getting on the 450, <laughs> and it's like, all right, I got to learn how to yes. like use this throttle especially, wisely, and especially supercross, you can yeah. easily in the whoops. If you grab a handful in the whoops, you're, I mean, you're going for a ride. Same with rhythms. Now in the lights class, you you trip a lot of rhythms. To where 450 class, you're bombing quads. That's, yeah. I mean, I wasn't ready for that. I mean, right. just a big. Just like I said, I learned so much this year. And you're like, I'm, I'm supposed to do that all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just you're versing like Tomac and them, and they're all as good as each other. So it's, um, yeah, it's like, I mean, in reality, I think it made me better that I did this moving up early, to be honest. I think in the future, I mean, like this year coming up, 2022, it's going to be much better, and it's just going to keep progressing progressing, yeah. I think. Well, I think, in, in, and I'm sure it's in your guys' in, in moto as well. But there's what what I what we do with the mountain bike side of it is we always have someone that that's your chase like who you look up to, yeah. you know and and one of the like Loic Bruni's world champ right, and one of our kids who just turned pro, and that's why it's it's neat to hear what you say going to that level which would be like our going to pro right mm-hmm. two fifty to pro, our kids are sixteen seventeen eighteen our juniors and all of a sudden you know there was no junior programs out there and it's like here you go you're pro and no one's mm-hmm. helping right unless you were that good already that you got picked up but. There's those in-betweeners that's not. And so it's an awkward, that's why I think Jay was asking. It's that awkward, like, whoa, now you're going in here. But you got picked up, you're there, so you belong there. But it's once again, here's that mind thing, right? It's it's powerful. Yeah, because you had to believe you belong there. Like you're saying, we had one of our kids, like, I'm lining up next to Jared Graves, like in Dole Solemn. And our kid Jared on the time, at the time, Jay goes, Jared Graves is lining up next to Jared Hansen. You know, that pro card wasn't just handed out. Like no. you had, you know, yeah. and so it's, you earn it there. And so to believe that though is like, did you see them go through the whoops? I didn't do that. Like, you know. And it's like I was 20. So there's obviously an age difference too, probably. So the older you are, the more experienced you are. And I was 22 and I'm versus like 30 year olds. So, I mean, not saying that's like. No, but that's how they are too. Yeah. It's just different. Like they're going to look at me like, oh, look, this is. His kid's young, like I'm a shove him, you know, or stuff him. Right. Like, it's just how it works in moto. Yeah. It's different. I seen that shoving in the corners. I'm like, ooh, yeah. you know, how do you get or back up? At- yeah. Oh yeah, not you. Just I seen one and I booed <laughs> no, one time. We, we and- seen A-Ray. Okay. Oh my god, you think? <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't pick on A-Ray. We're good. We're good. <laughs> and we'll- <laughs> All right, Derek. Mm-hmm. What what what's what's your? I mean, you're on two fifties. You know, you, but you said you had nothing last year because of all the hard problems yeah. and all that. 
What's your goal this year? What What do you want to fight for? Um, really, like, all I want is, um, like, I just want to be able to do, um, like, 15 minute, like, a main event, like, a whole day strong. Like, I know if I have, like, the fitness and everything else will fall into place because I have everything else, you know? So, I just want to be able to, yeah, be in shape and all of the pieces will fall together, fall together same puzzle and do you feel that it's there like yeah. does does Davey feel that that's oh, there yeah. with you like yeah, I know I'm, he's your yeah. he's one of your big fans too because yeah. I mean we talk too so yeah like I'm confident like I'm so I'm so glad I have Davey um in my corner too because you know his confidence level is pretty high so it brings my confidence level up so like all right like if he thinks I can if he, he if he knows I can do it then I can do it like so um yeah Davey's been a great help I don't think he wants to train somebody that's you know the the water boy on the bench right yeah, so no, he no. does have belief in you for sure yeah yeah I'm pumped on that and also like all the stuff I can't wait to get back to riding that's all like like I'm chomping at the bit I'm excited for you yeah Thank I want to call on Wednesday to see I how know. this yeah. goes yeah he'll text me he, oh, sure. I, I text him after the first surgery like how yeah. are we doing what's yeah. going on like and for all you guys, I mean, I've only known Drake or Tarek for mm-hmm. ooh, four months, five yeah, months now. Yeah. And so... Why, and it, why don't you lead us into how, how you know him? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, both of them are two different ways. Yeah. Um, I work for Cyclery USA out there, and um, someone needed some kits, and yeah. me taking care of Davey all those years, and gave me a call and says, I have these two boys. And I said... <laughs> Well, are these the ones you're training? And he never tell me names, of course. You know, like, yeah. it's all secret. And then um, he had brought in uh, Derek with him that day. He's like, I'll be by tomorrow. I'm like, all right, cool. We can do this. And then Carson Mumford is the other one. But he wasn't around. And so I didn't meet Carson until, like, two months ago. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so that's how I met him. And then... And so that's why Derek's wearing that sweet cycle USA shirt. Right? Exactly right. right. That's exactly right. <laughs> He's like, Lala's showing up. Uh-oh. Yes. Nice. <laughs> I'm putting on the apparel. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know, honestly, from the get-go, like, real respectful, real good, like, took pictures with the boys in the store, like, and of course, a couple of them were like, when Davey walked in and him, they're like, that's, that's Derek and that's Davey. I'm like, yeah. no, I know. They're yeah. like, you really do know him. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so... It's, you know, it's small world. Like, yeah. there goes that whole starstruck thing, right? Again, mm-hmm. Right, Brandon? Like, who am I talking to? Yeah. And then when we're at Sea Otter for Brandon here, um, A-Ray called me and says, hey, I need a favor. Gave me uh, Brandon's number. We'll say what the favor's for later. Yeah. Um, but so then I get a call, Brandon. Of course, Jay, you were like, you actually smiled when I, I said, like, eh. <laughs> he was like, really? He's like, like, yeah, this guy's legit. <laughs> <laughs> so he was already excited that I talked to you guys yeah. when I sent Jay the pictures. And then here I'm talking to you. He's like, and one of the kids had actually seen who I was talking to. Cause, and he told the, he's like, and he's in the mode. He's like, really? <laughs> I'm like, you know, so here's that starstruck yeah, thing. Yeah. Right. So I couldn't pick you out of a lineup. So sorry, <laughs> but you know, right. I, I like that. It gets to be homegrown this way. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not saying I'm not one of those fans, but of course I'm your fans because mm-hmm. I can be part of your guys' yeah. stuff. So I it's keep, cool. I yeah. keep you up on the Supercross stuff. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I'll, I'll start sending you texts on on Sunday after Supercross or something. Uh-huh. And be like, you see our boys out there. Yeah. It started with A Ray a couple years ago, and yeah. so yeah. Yeah, I'll text Aguirre when he's out at the race. Don't think you guys won't get those. Like, come on, you know. <laughs> He'll text me back, I'm trying, woman. <laughs> you know, he's like, I know. I'm like, you're right there, you know. So, no, I get excited to watch it and see it. And now I think I'll be more excited because the more that I, I expect tickets, just putting right. that on the table right now. <laughs> we definitely got When Jay doesn't get them, I get them. Okay, yeah, I get to pick yeah. who gets to go with me. Yeah. Um, no, but it's cool because... Your guys' world is different than what we do, but then what we do yeah. actually ties into what you guys do. Yeah, so a lot. <laughs> yeah, and you and both of you guys. I mean, like even talking to you on the phone, Brandon, before ever meeting you, it's you are very respectful. Not like gimme, gimme, yeah. gimme, gimme. Yeah, I'm. I, do you know who you're talking to? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, it's cool because and and honestly, I met both their women, um, <laughs> and they are awesome and down to earth and. I love it, like very inviting, and and it's rad because um, well, how long have you been with yours, your girlfriend, Miss Anna, like out 13. there? Thirteen, yeah, long, long time. And I found out you're not the greatest patient. No, I'm not like, no, I'm not the greatest. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, like in the hospital. Well, none of us want to be there, right? No, no, oh, yeah. it sucks. The hospital sucks. That's all. That's all there good. is to it. No, yeah. it's cold. It, no, it, it just like what I figured out these past couple of times. Like, if you want to be sick, stay in the hospital. Like, the hospital is the worst place to go to unless you really, really need it. Because, like, for my femur, I obviously need to go to the hospital. I had to have surgery, all this stuff, and all my surgeries. But, like, they want to keep you an extra day. They want to do this. Like, here, take this med. Take this. But, like, no. Like, I'm good. Get me yeah. out of here. I'll heal way better at home. Like, as soon as I got <laughs> home from my – I spent, like, two nights in the hospital with my femur. And, like, I felt so bad. Like, I was, like, sick. I'm, like – and as soon as I got home, way like, I started healing way faster. I felt way better. And – um yeah, it's just hospitals are not the place to be. <laughs> and Hannah got to put up with you. Oh, yeah. Is she a better nurse than what was in the hospital? 100%. 100%. And, and were you nice to her? Oh, I tried to be, yeah. Okay. I, I kind of like I, looked up towards the sky. So yeah. actually yeah. Hannah says yeah. he wasn't a great patient no. in the hospital, but at home he was. Yeah. But she knows what he likes and needs and we're yeah. good. Yeah. And what about you? I've been uh, with my girlfriend since 2015. So we're actually, she's four years older than me, but. Uh, we've been dating for six years, so it's about that time, you know. <laughs> Got to might get on the uh, the old. I heard about this. The old knee. So I don't know. We'll we'll find out eventually, right? All right. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. She's she's seems super she's, nice uh, and down to earth too. Like I loved it. What what's good is like I met her before the the I wouldn't say I don't know what we want to call it the fame, but I've met her when it I was fame. Yes, I guess you're right. So I've met her when I had no money. I met her when obviously I wasn't, I mean, wasn't on top. So it's she's not there. At least I think she's not there. You know, for <laughs> she loves me for who I am. Maybe so. she's seen what you were going to become. Maybe. And yeah. <laughs> no, you know. And I had told Jay this. I'm like, what's really cool? And being a woman, like it's funny because you do see gold diggers out there. You do see. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Point, like I could point a lot at. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trust me. And you know, you hear the the term dude bras. You know, like you go and all of a sudden the lifted trucks and all this and. It's really cool because meeting your guys' ladies weren't wasn't anything like that. And I said, and seeing how long you guys been with them, that and yeah. that is it. They're not with you because of what you're doing today. Because yeah. you weren't good yeah. at it when she got with you no. six years ago. And at 13, yeah. I'm sure you were a punk in yeah. in junior high. And she yeah. still thought you were. Thank God you were cute, right? Yeah, I, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> that's no, what she said. Good. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had your looks going for you when she was, <laughs> when she went after you. So you're yeah. good. Yeah. No, it's awesome, and and that keeps you guys civilized too, yeah, like yeah, and sure. head on straight. You're not hanging at Carson's yeah. pad, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> I just heard yeah. about that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's good because they're they're there for when you're the lows, your lows, and they're they're there for they're they're there for it all. So no matter what, they want the best for you, and I want the best for her too. So yeah, that's awesome. We're gonna take a quick minute. To give our shout out to Kenda Bicycle Tires. Well, well, well. Here we go. So Kenda has um, stepped up to the plate and offered a discount to Huck, uh, to their website. It's Huck and Ride Thirty. H U C K N R I D Thirty. That's thirty percent off any mountain bike tires. And if you guys have followed some other podcasts. I roll on them. I'm no pro, but you know there are a lot of pros out there on them, and you two can be rolling from the pinners to the Hellcats and everything in between. Your kids' tires. Go online, check it out. Huck and Ride Thirty. Get your discount and be like Kenda. <laughs> Ken, so Kenda tires. I'm just gonna go on because I've been riding them for like six years now, and this last weekend at Sea Otter, I rode the same bike. For two different events with the same tire setup, and they were amazing. Like so, pinner pinner front, hell diver rear, which is a semi slick. And people are like, "Ooh, how, how in do that you, sand?" I know. How do you trust that? In the I'm like, once you lean it in, those side knobs bite. You got to trust it. Oof. So, anyhow, p- pinner and hell diver were the uh, the go to for me. I think trusting your tires is a big thing. That's what you always tell. Even you guys know coaches as being coaching, doing coach things, but the when you're on rocks and dirts, you got to believe in your tires no matter what you ride. But ooh, I've had some. He's like, just trust in those Kendas; it'll work. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. So thank you, Kenda, for supporting the the program. With that, we're going to move into uh, 
I have one. Yeah, what you got? Just the whole bike thing. Okay. And trusting it. <laughs> okay. So you guys have mentioned the riding together here and there. Yep. And why don't we tell the story, Brandon, about how Derek will look at something that looks like a trail. Uh, so, if you're, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Derek's a little bit more of a daredevil than well, he wants to lean on to. So yeah, go ahead, 100%. Brandon. We're doing you know, a normal ride. We got to go to Skyline and climb just the fire road. And well, keep you go past this ball and it, it, it keeps going, like gets steeper, steeper. So we finally hit what was like an hour and a half, maybe. Yeah. And you're supposed to just turn around and go down, go down where it's no nice. No, it's boring. Not. Well, you just you're just supposed uh. to go down. You know, like we just suffered for an hour and a half, and I just want to go home. You know. Well, see, start- I'm with I'm with, <laughs> you're with Derek. Yeah. I'm with Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Like safe. We start going down, and then he just locks the brakes up. It's me, Mike Brown, and Derek, and he just locks the brake up, brakes up and looks to the right, and he's like, "I'm going down that," <laughs> and I'm like, "Hell no." <laughs> I'm like, free, I'm like, my like heart rate's starting to spike. I'm starting to like freak out. And then I'm like, Brownie, I'm not doing it. So Brownie finally like t- gets me to do it. Dude, it was, it wasn't even a, first of all, it wasn't even a trail. It was a, um, a hiker. It was like a hiker trail. Yeah. It was a hiker trail. Super narrow. Dude, yeah. narrow. And then the thing was so Rain straight drives. down. And yeah. I'm not like good. Like I'm, I mean, I ain't bad, but I ain't good. Like you don't have your throttle right there. No, exactly. I'm out on my dirt bike. So I don't know what's going to happen. And, we it just like you go down one hill and it's it's not a it's not a path like there's no like actual like t- like tire mark trail like a goat trail almost and dude they just kept getting worse and worse and worse and this man just Derek's just flying down him and me and Brownie are like no like we're not doing that and I end up doing it it's probably the most scared I've ever been on a bicycle did you walk any of it oh seventy <laughs> percent of it yeah well. I don't know. It, I just like I get some excitement going. Like when I get to the like the top, I'm like, oh, I I just suffered. So while I'm at the top, I might as well have fun going down, <laughs> just to get you know. So and I'm the same way. Like on a dual sport or um, or anything like that. Like like if I see something, I'll I'll just jet off and do it. But like it's funny like doing that stuff. But, like oh, get me on like a super grass track. I'm like oh, it's a gnarly like three three. I'm like I don't know, man. And Brandon will hit it first lap. I'm like, dude, like <laughs> that's sketchy. And I'll eventually do it, but like it takes me a lot longer to like do jumps and like rhythms where like on a dirt bike, but like on a mountain bike or like a dual sport or anything like that, like I'll do anything. But yeah, on track, I don't know. So we retrained together in 20, 2019 into twenty twenty for a year and I, I don't I don't I've crashed so many times on mountain bikes that it it's in my head like i always something's just something there's yeah. never like if we go mountain biking i'm at least destined to crash one time there's no it ain't like a fall over it's like we're endoing or something <laughs> so when we went to that trail that was not i wasn't ready mentally yeah <laughs> it, was a, it was a couple of them but would you go do it tomorrow always, but he does it all the time it's not yeah. <laughs> it's, a regular it's not thing. just that it's like it's every yeah. time we go mountain biking or something like he's like dude, we could go down this. And I'm like, no, we can't. <laughs> Are you like the one, like, I'm calling your trainer telling him you're not going straight down. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, Snitches get stitches. He's going to be like, Davey, he went down the rock stuff and set it right back down. We're yeah. good. Yeah. It's every time. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. I like how he's smiling over there. Like, yeah, yeah like. It's fun. It's fun. But like, I got to enjoy it a little bit because. It's the fun way down. Yeah. I've, like, I suffer every single, like, especially, like, yeah, just suffering. And I got to end it off when I get down. Well, that's 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 yeah. earning your turns, right? Like you, you pedaled all this way up. It's like I am not going to miss this yeah. good stuff on the way down. Yeah, cause I'm gotcha. not. Yeah, because once I'm up here, like it's gonna it's gonna suck going back up the next time. Right. And uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's true though. Like yeah. you got to have fun going down. There's some I've climbed. Like I, I mean, I've ridden Greer with these guys, and I get to the top. They're like, you know, and I'm like, I have my e-bike too. Like, mm-hmm. and my legs still hurt. Mm-hmm. And I get to the top, and then there's some of these like rock sections with a tabletop. I'm like rolling everything yeah. and and then they come up on me and i'm walking it they're like why are you walking i'm like did you see those rocks <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my, my favorite story with lawless so you guys got a picture so whistler is like mm-hmm. is like Can not heard of that. It's, it's like the dream place yeah. for mountain bikers to go it's like it's awesome class trails there's no other mountain like it mm-hmm. no other dirt like it anywhere mm-hmm. so they have a trail there called freight train and it's it's like you could literally get a freight train of guys going down it. It's huge tabletops, mm-hmm. just fun mm-hmm. for, I don't know. It starts with two. a container up top, okay, that you yeah. jump on a container. <laughs> yeah. 
you jump off the container. Of course, yeah. there's go around. Yeah. So that's what starts. So, so get so, this idea, so, okay? Yeah, so so Lala, Lala's been up at Whistler with us, with the team, a handful of times. And she rides a lot of the other trails. And she goes, I really want to see these trails at some point. And I said, well, let's go up at the end of the day. Like, the trails will, mm-hmm. they won't be closed down, but traffic will be way less. I'll follow you. I'll block any trail. I'm a big roadblock on the trail anyways. So mm-hmm. I'll just serve as roadblock. Like, you just go. So she goes down, and she's hitting the brakes as she goes down the hill, and then she has to pedal up the upside, <laughs> right? And she's like, "Oh my gosh, this trail's like a no, there's like trail. no, but there was like twenty of these, okay? And she's like, it's like they're all down at the bottom. Wait, they all get down to the bottom. Jay is doing it, and then this is what happens at the bottom. The whole team's waiting. There's yeah. like fifteen people yeah. waiting yeah. for me. Yeah, and so we get down there, and I'm just like, "Holy crap, that was way harder to do." As a cross-country trail because she was like breaking down the downsides of the yeah. jumps yeah. and then pedaling up the upside. Of the, and she goes, those were jumps? Oh, I thought oh, they man. were hill climbs. Because <laughs> oh, I'm like, that's not fun. Why do you guys – because you hear every day they're like, oh, my God, freight train. Let's let's start freight training this. And I'm like, that's not fun. They're like, those are jumps. Oh, but but it's awesome because it's it's probably the same in moto though. Like if you guys ever go to a local track and you mm-hmm. see the kids on the PW50s yeah. or, or whatever, yeah. where you guys started out when you were three, yeah, and yeah. it puts things in perspective, yeah, right? Totally. It's like why does it got to be a PW50? Mine's well, <laughs> I got, I got, mine got buried in yeah. in your guys's ruts on yeah. the pre- vet pro track. What are you talking yeah. about? So so it, it's cool though because you get perspective of no matter what level. You know, everyone's mm-hmm. out there having yeah. fun and enjoying totally. it. When you guys are at local tracks, um, I know like right now you probably go into the local tracks and go into Supercross tracks or whatever yeah. the private tracks. But when you have the kids come up to you, because I'm sure that they do yeah. at times, um, does that charge you guys up? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I love seeing um, little guys and um, little girls also that that ride. And um, it's cool to come up and ask for a jersey or you know your autograph and it's like puts it back into perspective on what you're doing because you you definitely get stuck and out there doing the same thing every day and not realizing what you're doing so yeah Yeah. it's cool it lightens the mood up for sure there's sometimes you know day's not going as well as you want it to and then you got some some dude or his kid or somebody that just want to take a picture of you it makes you feel good yeah you guys touched on something earlier that um I've heard a lot of pro athletes talk about because you get to a certain level and I I brought it into, you know, you road bike somewhat together with, with mm-hmm. other people, but you guys are on different programs. But that training, you know, when you're putting in the work and it's you, um, and I think that's where a lot of the mental toughness comes in because it's like, oh, shoot, man, I, I started riding you know, when I, when I was riding at 12 years old, this was a lot of fun because I'd go out not, riding not, with my buddies yeah, or, matter. you know, but now, now it's at a different level. How do you, how do you keep that going? What, what's the, what's, I mean, cause I'm sure everyone has a different trick to like, okay, yes, it's a job. I got almost like work. motivation, Mo- the motivation to, to keep going because, because it, it is your job. Yeah. But you got to put in the time, and you got to keep it fun, right? So, what's the motivation? Um, basically, for me, like, uh, like going down sketchy downhills, like, like that's gets my day going. Like, that's what's fun to me. So, like, that's what, like, all right, that puts me in a better mood. And like, also having like really like good friends and good people around you, also like that makes the days a lot better. And um, really, just having fun outside of what of um what you do like yeah putting in laps on a super grass track yeah it's cool but it's like that's what you do for a job and like that's what you, you have to be good at and it is fun but then also like for me go leaving from here going on a dual sport ride finding new trails doing sketchy stuff but playing it safe a little bit but just getting it getting it going a little bit that's what keeps it fresh and keeps it going for me how about for you brandon what's your motivation uh well one definitely paycheck that's for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's like i want to make i mean i want to make as much money as i can and what gets me going every day is i always want to i want to better myself every time if the day there's i do this a lot i will uh if the day isn't as good as i think it will wanted it to be 
I will start like start to think too much, but I always want to be better each day. Like, I mean, today like it was a light day, but I tried to make as much as I could out of it. But uh, what I I just started doing um, golfing. <laughs> yeah, it is insanely different. Like, it is so much different than riding a dirt bike. It is definitely got to be the hardest sport I've ever even tried. Like every time I swing, I I don't even know what's gonna happen. I could either hit it or not. But so <laughs> we train six days a week and it's it's just moto moto gym warm-ups cycle so right lately i've been trying to just get away from it and golf has been like key to where i I actually really enjoy it but i mean yeah it's just like certain things when you can get away from racing it turns your brain off for to something else for a little bit yeah like if i'm sitting on the couch at home i'm gonna end up thinking about something to where if i go golfing all i'm thinking about is the next hole, the next putt, the ne- whatever it is, and stuff like that. And, yeah, just like what he's saying, good people around you, like good family. Like, um, yeah, man, pretty much what he was saying also. you got to have good people around you. That really helps the mood, and yeah. especially like a supporting girlfriend or wife. You know how it is. Yeah. When I was, uh, oh, gosh, four years ago now, three or four years ago, because um, we've run a, a mountain bike team for 18 years, and I got to a point where I was just burned out. Like I, it had, I'd kind of let a lot of it consume my life, like mm-hmm. not in a fun way, you know, and it's like, okay, this, this isn't fun traveling, being away from home, doing, you know, some of the things. And, you know, I got to where I, I told law and like, I think I'm done with the team this year. Like, I think I'm just, I'm over it. And I stepped away for two months yeah yeah about two months we kind of just let them do things like not ready to give up the team but like we weren't sure i had to figure out what what it is i wanted to do right so i stepped away and it's like okay it became fun again i went and just rode my bike with my brother it's how i started out you know and did those things and so you know we always have to find those things to motivate us to to keep doing what what we love 100 we we have to get get burnout we have to get reminded about why you started why we're doing it you know Mm -hmm. Um, so that's cool. That's cool. You know, just being an older person (laughs) and a little, little life experience, always remind yourself why you're doing it because, you know, like you said, I, I totally appreciate that you're not shy about, Hey, I want to make as much money as I can. Mm -hmm. Your, your career in moto is short. It's not, that's, it's it's short compared to what. That's hundred percent. The average guy will end at, I mean, 30 32 so right yeah i mean that's why these guys i mean they obviously are very good at the sport but they're they are money hungry in a way you know yeah but, well you have to be you're it's not like you're gonna sit on a career for 25 years yeah record uh, you know yeah. get a 401k and all that in the bank and then be like okay i'm retiring you're like all right what am i doing now but being a good person good advocate out there for the sport that mm-hmm. opens up other doors out there yeah. for sure i mean that that's how it is in the bicycle industry too yeah. So I think we need to go to dun 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 dun. What's that? First times. First times. Okay. I got one when you're ready. Go ahead. You start. All right. First time. Just because we were talking and I always, you know, you go to events and you see these little kids and I know we say this and we have little groms that look up to like Aaron Gwynn who lives out here and, yeah. and Loic Bruni and, you know, they come into town and these kids are like, oh my gosh. Um, for both of you guys. First time you got your, your got asked for your autograph, how did how did that make you feel, and what was it? First time, it almost, it almost feels weird to be honest. Like it's it's you always want to be like as a kid growing, you want to get their autograph. Now you have a little kid coming at you for the first time. It's definitely it's it's awesome. It is it's weird almost, but it was at like a, I mean, it was at a professional race, my first pro race, and I turned pro in twenty eighteen. It was my rookie season, and yeah, it was. Uh, like I said, first part race, and somebody came up and asked me for, for my autograph. It's almost you're not used to it, so it's really cool and it's it's different at the same time. Like surreal. Yeah. <laughs> and did you look at the kid like hesitate at first, or you're like a little bit? You're just like you want mine. <laughs> so. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's awesome though, because you because you but that is exactly what makes you you, not like I'm all that. Of course you do. Exactly. You know what I mean. And always take time. I'll tell you guys that before I ask you, because those kids. Hell, I have Logan Bruni's on a jersey, and I and I have Aaron Gwen's goggles, American flag goggle yeah, ones, sick. and you know, like for me, and I'm I can talk to him all the time, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
that's huge. Like I have those. Those yeah. are mine. Jay tried wearing the goggles one time. I had to call Aaron and tell him, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, tell Jay to take them off. He goes, why can't he wear them? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't think I won't get something from you guys right. down the road too. <laughs> oh, and what about you, Derek? Um, I, I think it was when I was a little amateur and I was like 15 or 16 maybe. And yeah, just a kid came up and asked for my autograph and I'm, I like a practice track and I'm like, like, am I, am I supposed to have a Sharpie? Like, like, I, like, am I supposed to carry around a Sharpie? You know, it's like, do you have a Sharpie? Because I don't have a Sharpie, you know? So, and I'm, same thing Brandon said, like, you're talking to me? Like, you sure? <laughs> and so, yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. You didn't know there was protocols to autographs, no, right? Do no. you guys carry Sharpies now? I still don't. <laughs> so anyone who listens to this, I'll give you his address. We're going to mail them both a uh, bunch of Sharpies. Sharpies. <laughs> yeah. uh, gold, silver, yeah. red, you know, because it's really good. black when it's on a black shirt like that. Yeah, I yeah, even, yeah, you, you, no. you ain't getting nothing. Now. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so black and gold I'll make sure these guys have uh, Sharpies at the yeah. next races for people. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Because you know those little kids, little groms do not have Sharpies on them just so you no. guys know. Yeah. But of course, you know, the dad who's the fan yeah. is like, well, oh, hey, here, hey. here's five. Yeah, Which yeah. ones do you want, right? Yeah, here. Okay. I got you. Okay. Um, just because I've been a Supercross fan like most of my life, um, first time you raced in a stadium, what was it like? What it was the experience? Um, first time I raced in a stadium was Monster Cup. Two th- Actually, no. Take that back. First time I raced in a stadium was KTM Junior Challenge. When I was seven, okay, on a fifty, and I would say the night went pretty well. I won. <laughs> <laughs> what stadium? Uh, Sam Boyd Stadium in Las Vegas. Okay. So it was for the finals for the Supercross in like the 2008 season. Yeah. And yeah, I won that night, and I I was number 14, and Kevin Windham was going for the championship nice. that year with Reed, and he was 14, and um. Reed, I mean, uh, Reed ended up winning the championship, but um, Kevin was second. So, um, yeah, I had a good night. Won the won the KTM challenge there, and it was. I mean, I barely remember anything, but I do remember the start and winning. So it's a pretty good night. Was it the dirt's hard? I mean, it's oh, different. Yeah, yeah it's to Vegas go... dirt. Yep, Vegas is dry and um, you know desert dirt, but it was. It was a good time. What was that high like? Oh, it was great. And then, so like all the winners of the KTM Challenge, like of the normal like Anaheim's, Phoenix is insane, and Las Vegas's, Minneapolis, they all all the winners go to the U.S. Open uh, in October, a couple months later. So then I had to race the October round for like the finals of all the winners, and then I raced the U.S. Open in Vegas, and then I won that too. So I got to keep the bike that KTM gave us for the race. It's still, it's hanging in my garage at, in San Luis Obispo up at home. So yeah, first two times racing the stadiums were great. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So before we go on, just so all the people out there, so until I, you just said that, so mm-hmm. call me dumb, <laughs> but so those, I know those kids get randomly picked for the, so the yeah. KTM challenge, explain what that is. Cause I didn't know that they actually keep track and they go on. So yeah, I thought it was like, let's help these kids and let them race one time. And I don't know that either. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't know. I really don't know if they do it now. They do do the KTM Challenge now, but I don't think all the winners go to like the final because they used to do it because they don't really – like the last couple of years they haven't had Monster Cup and that's what they would do it at. But I, I don't think they've done it like 2000 – I think like 2010 was like the last year they did like the full series. Now they own the KTM Juniors, they only do like select rounds. It's not every single round mm-hmm. like how it used to be back in the day. And how did you get selected to ride so, on that? So basically – you just like you enter and like you know obviously a lot of kids enter so it's just they just put your name in a hat and draw it and that's how you get selected so it was random that you even got yeah, on so there. 20 so it's 20 um 20 kids get selected per round wow yeah it's like me calling the for free tickets on on the thing you're caller 22 yeah. no i needed to be 25 uh, yeah, yeah. yeah like just yeah. it's not gonna happen right yeah all right brandon uh my first race in a stadium was monster energy cup 2015 um i had like i i mean i'm this obviously super cross so like i've never wasn't like the best when i was amateur or whatever so it's not like i had a lot of like like i did good at loretta's that year that year normally you get if you do good at loretta's in certain classes you get promoted to the race monster cup and i did not know what to expect i was i rode a little bit of super cross beforehand but when you get to the stadium and the jumps and then like i've 
Like when you're at when you're there to watch, it's a different story. But when you're there to actually race it for your first time, then you're seeing Tomac and them and like all the Dungy Vopoto, you're you're just like like damn. Like <laughs> this is crazy. Like and you're just seeing the stuff they're doing and they're not making any mistakes and I mean it's I do it now, so I understand it, but at the time it's like nothing's forgiving on Supercross. So mm-hmm. the first time I ever did it, I was like, This this is it almost makes you think twice. You're like, wow, this is so different than what you ever expected. But, um, I mean, I'm I'm glad I got to experience it, obviously. So, um, which Monster Energy Cup's in San Boyd Stadium. Mm-hmm. To where it's, that stadium's massive. It's not the average stadium. Yeah, it's pretty open. So, if you go to, like, a say, Dallas Stadium, it's obviously in a dome. It's not as big. So, that one's more open. But when you get into, like, a smaller... Um, like Anaheim. Yeah. yeah. The track actually looks even more technical yeah. just yeah. because it's everything so looks tight. so tight. Yeah. But in reality, it, it, Monster Energy Cup's more of a high pace, so there is a little bit. It's it's faster miles per hour, I guess you could say. Yeah. So there is a little bit more room for error to where in the domes, you don't really have much room. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's different. <laughs> I can't imagine. No, well, it's I, so I, different. It you walk so. You, so here's the stadium. You park in the back. You you walk on like the back. So Monster Energy Cup, the stadiums here, they always have like a the track go around in the back. Yeah. And then it comes back into like the into the stadium. You're like fifth gear pinned. It I mean it's pretty cool. So when you're walking towards the like track walk, you're walking from the back of the stadium into the stadium. You're just like like holy shit, I'm here. <laughs> and <there's, laughs> that was at the time though. Like yeah. But so. do you still get butterflies and all that when you guys still, go out there? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Like when I was like when I like touch back when I was at the fifty challenge in two thousand eight, I was you know seven eight years old, so I didn't really know what I was doing. And then the next time I raced in the stadium was two thousand like fourteen on a super mini for for Monster Cup. And dude, like you're on the line, you're just like <laughs> pooping your pants, like scared so to death, like oh scared God. to death of like what you're about to do. But then once the gate drops, like everything just takes over. But like, you're scared. Like track walk, and like then the night show comes. Like what I always thought was weird to me. Like kind of gotten used to it now. But like you ride the track like during the day, and you got yeah. it all dialed for the day, and then you go, and then it's nighttime, and then you line up for the gate at night, and like everything's different. The track's still the same, but it's like I don't know, it just feels like a different shadows different. and lights. Yeah, it's and completely everything. dark out. And they just got the, the track lit up. Like I just rode this for practice. Like I haven't ridden at night. Like can I get like a couple warm up laps? <laughs> You know, like, give me used to the night. And, um, I don't know, that's just me, but, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely, it's, definitely scary. That just reminded me of something I'll, I'll just share. So it's my, my first motocross race ever was a night race. Friday nights, they used to race at, uh, used to be a raceway called Corona Raceway. Mm-hmm. The lighting was awful. It was <laughs> horrible. Like, you'd go into, like, black holes on the, <laughs> on the track i believe it and oh my gosh it was <laughs> yeah. the best thing ever i was so, <laughs> yeah. I was hey, so stoked yeah, on that's it. that's yeah. why i'm doing my night rides my dual sport i'm just getting ready for the stadium oh, lights yeah. like my dual sport light isn't that good and i'm going out at pitch black at night just getting ready for the night show <laughs> i do that on my mountain bike but yeah. i like make sure i have that big loom light because uh-huh. like i don't want to not know that rocks there you know yeah. yeah. No, oh, that's yeah. that's awesome though. I'm living a little vicariously through the guys here because it's like you know followed Supercross my whole life. Yeah. Going, you know, you start thinking about all those things. Like that's why I asked the first time in the stadium because it's like it's got to be yeah it's crazy different. Like you said, like you're practicing during the day and now all of a sudden lights are on and tonight it's and so different. This whole crowds here and you know all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Like in like in practice, it's an empty stadium. No one's there. And then, you know, 7 o'clock rolls around. The fireworks are going off. The t-shirts are being flown. Yeah, t-shirts are being <laughs> flown. The fire's going off. The stadium's packed. And you haven't ridden in like four hours. And, and the, the track's and the tracks, different. Yeah, the lines, track's different because they just prepped it. And it's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and your parade exactly lap, you guys are, are yeah. waving and not watching the track, right? <laughs> You're like, yep, it's me. Uh, Look at me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I have a question. And all you guys can laugh at this one, but what I find difficult besides what you guys do, how in the hell do you find time in the air, throttle, gas, pegs, the whole nine, and you rip off them things? Uh, how do you, yeah, you guys do it like, yeah. look at me, like you might as well throw some glitter while you're doing it. It's, it's like a natural reaction. I don't, I don't yeah. It's, it's. Have you ever missed? All the oh, time. yeah. All we the miss time. all the time. Everyone misses oh. all the time. Oh, really? There'll yeah. be times in the air I'll, I'll go like this. And yeah. I won't get it. Yeah. It's not, it's not as, I mean, it is as easy as it looks, but it's also like, 
I don't know about everyone else, but I miss mine all the time. You can't feel it. No, because it's a you thin little piece of paper. It. You hope you grab it and you hope you get it. Or the the worst is when you got the stack you and pull you just grab that sucker. All and yeah. So then. You're oh, done. so they're all like it's yeah, all lined up. Like, yeah. So, so they're laminated. So like 15, 20 of them. Outdoor is probably like twenty four. Okay. And Supercross probably like 14, yeah. 10. 14. Yeah, normal. fourteen normal. So when you guys go like this and I don't see something flying, it's we not because I'm. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't a magic trick. No, we missed. It. <laughs> <laughs> we missed. I didn't know you guys. That's, yeah, that's your next. See, after you're done riding moto, you're a magician. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that because you know to me it's like. I get a little air. I mean, when we talk a little, it's like a little air. Yeah. And I'm like <laughs> hanging on, death gripping. And you guys are like, oh, look at me, you know? It's, <laughs> it's different on a, on a dirt bike. Like, it's where, like on a mountain bike, say if you get like, say 10 feet of air, it feels like. <laughs> 10 feet. Yeah. I'll, I don't know how to explain it. But yeah. on a bicycle, it feels huge. To where right. a dirt bike, it doesn't feel like that. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Have you, you watched the videos? It is video. tall like that, just <laughs> yeah. so you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? Like when you, oh, I, when you I, jump I, a dirt bike, it's like. It, that was easy to wear a mountain bike. You're like, yeah. I feel like I was it's just so like, yeah. Like, well, you have a, a, a 30, 35 pound machine under you without a motor as opposed to a 200. And you got all this gear on. And, yeah. 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 Like I hate like, okay. So like, yeah, but get this, like say like, like you've ridden a dirt, you've ridden a dirt bike with like any, just normal clothes on, right? Like in the pits or whatever. Oh, and dude. like, and like you go, like yep. I hit those jumps, like, but like but as soon as you put your gear on, it's like a different person. It's like, yeah. crazy. Like, like as soon as you like, like I, I will not go hit a finish line jump. Like I hit them all day in gear and no problem with my eyes closed. But if I have normal, um, you know, shoes and pants and shorts on and I go, I will not hit a finish line. That is the biggest jump in the world. I am not going to hit this. <laughs> but as soon as you put your gear on and your helmet on, it's You're like, Superman. Oh, you got so this. It's so might, weird. He yeah. might go for it, though, on a mountain bike. Yeah. Oh, he probably. Look at Brandon. No doubt he is. It's, it's weird, though, like he's saying that. You almost yeah. feel indestructible once you put that helmet on. It's, it's I mean, it's cool. it's a good feeling because, like, literally, they say if I have all my gear on besides my helmet, I don't feel safe. No. If I literally just put the helmet on, it's like, oh, we're going. Yeah. It's. That's awesome though. It's like weird. it's often it's awesome at your confidence at that level too because I mean, let's be real, you have to have confidence and skill. I mean, not yeah. cuz yeah. not everyone can just go like, "Hey, let me down there, right?" Yeah. Like yeah. we'll be in trouble, I promise you, you know? Mm-hmm. And half the people sitting in that stadium who mm-hmm. thinks it, you know, it looks easy or, "Oh, I can do that." Like there's no way. I mean, yeah. it's it's a talent definitely. Yeah, like if it's like um if like a random, you know, a uh, fan would, was able to, like just to walk a supercross track. It's like it puts it in a whole different yep. perspective. Like, and then you're walking in them boots too. Forget that. Yeah. And what? Where do you want to go with this, Derek? You know, um, we got millionaire over here to my left. What do you want to be? <laughs> I'm shooting. I mean, I'm shooting to be, you know, the top. Basically, like, there's no other reason, you know, why I'm doing it. Like, I'm not doing it to, you know, hang back and, you know the 20th place so like i'm i'm shooting to you know be one of the best okay and for those who don't know what what's next for you after your 250s do you go to 450s yeah yeah okay yeah yeah the, definitely the goal is to um move up to the premier class and um go from there are you nervous to go toe-to-toe with them um yeah of course you know like i get nervous every single race i do so i just you know gotta train and prepare the best i can Ready for a 450 on the, uh, you said heavier bike and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely a bigger bike and, you know, it takes yeah, a different power, different power, but, um, yeah, when the, when the time comes, I'll be, no, that's I'll be ready. I like that your, your drive's there. Like yeah. even everything that you've been through, like your drive is there to, to yeah. go do that. Yeah, so, definitely. okay. Um, how long till Supercross season starts? January 8th. January eighth, you got two and a half months. Yeah, two and a half months. Mm-hmm. Two and a half months. Two and a half months. I'm in pits and up front. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, it comes, hey, it comes no, so quick. I'll be, be here before you. Yeah, know. it'll be here tomorrow. You, you know what's awesome is is as a fan, um, as I think I was telling you guys at dinner. So my first Supercross was in 1982. I think Donnie Hansen won it. So it was <laughs> that's crazy. Pretty, and we see him all the time. Yeah, all the time. And I I still love going to the races. I I talk to other people that are Supercross fans, but they're mm-hmm. like, oh, TV coverage is so good. I, yeah, the races are there's awesome. There's nothing like being at a live race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You TV you can't that. boo from your TV. Yeah. <laughs> you can boo when you're there, and I'm loud. <laughs> I've done this one yeah. time. 
so, no, but it's awesome. The smells and everything. Just, everything. Yeah. So, so I'm super excited. I can't. I'm excited that it's back at Anaheim this year. Oh yeah, three, three of times. them. Three of them. Yeah. Um, I did. I meant to ask you this. East or West Coast this year? Planning on West. Planning on West. Yep. So awesome. So I get to see you. Yep. All right. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Oh, what does that mean? Explain. So t- the lights have uh, East and Yeah, West they have regional. Coast. So like um, you have four fifties, they'll do all 17 rounds. Two fifties um, will be split into a West Coast and an East Coast. And then and at 250 outdoors, all of them run together just like four fifties. But for Supercross, it's, they're West and East. So division. is it by where you live or where you pick? Nope. You can pick whatever you want. And what made you pick West Coast? Just right down the street. Easier, like travel's easier. The mm-hmm. team's out here. And um, yeah, you don't have to fly to the races. You, you kind of, it's nice. It's not taking a toll on you having it's to nice. travel. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah, you race Saturday and then getting back on the Monday is that much easier. Getting back on the bike Monday is that much easier. And then, and then 450s do all of them? Yep. East, West. We yep. all year. So you're yeah. the one traveling back and forth. Yeah, and traveling's honestly more tasking than, I honestly say, riding. Yeah. We've had this it's, conversation in mountain bike, too. It's crazy. Like, it's just, it's tasking. No, knowing how to travel can can save you hugely physically and mentally, yeah. right? Especially yeah. when you got layovers and all this. And then yeah. sometimes your flight will get canceled. Something will happen. It just makes it, I mean... Not yeah. as easy. So we're, we're getting close to wrapping up here. Yep. But is there a round in New Jersey this year? So that uh, there was one two years ago, but there's Foxborough, which is four hours from where I live. Okay. So I will have a lot of family and friends that go there. But Good. when it was in 2019 in MetLife, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. you filled the whole. St- your family filled oh, the whole had stadium. A whole section with um, <laughs> like my Let's name, my poster. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that is a good one. I filled you in on that. Uh, that is good. But they were really chanting, "Let's go, Brandon." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't what the news yeah, editor not, said. Yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah. No, right. but when they were holding up, like, did did speaking of that, was that the surreal? Like, yeah, your family's like, there; they get to see you. This, I did good that weekend, so it was it like worked out perfect. Like, That's awesome. Uh, the whole, I mean, all weekend, like, you just get more love because you're from. Even from the Feld or Supercross live, it, you get more yeah, love. Yeah, because you're the local boy. The whole, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and you just see so many people you haven't seen in years, yeah. and it's it's, just, it's fun. That's well, awesome. when you're doing good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when you're not, because you know what you got to do. So. Exactly. Cool. Well, thank you guys. Thank, thank you for your yeah, time. Thank you. Guys. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome. So, in signing off, no matter where you're at or what you're doing, thank you for listening to Huck and Ride. Whatever life's trail throws at you, keep keep the the rubber rubber side side down. down. (laughs) Bye.